0: Welcome to Don't Drink the Tea, the Agatha Christie Podcast, where we analyze her books one by one. I'm Josh. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte, and today we're not analyzing a book. We're just talking about how moderately excited we are for the upcoming film, Death on the Nile, that we've been waiting for. Is it what three? Three years. (laughs) It's been been delayed two or three times. It's actually genuinely coming out by like they're they are marketing it so hard because they know that they need people to go see it. It (laughs) It's going to come out uh, next week, and uh, depending on I guess this week when i upload this episode
1: but so, you can just say the date you know so that february, won't change
0: it's coming out february 11th
1: there february
0: you go 11th <laughs> and i am waiting i'm waiting to check to see which day i'm gonna see it but i'm going <laughs> to be seeing that opening week no matter what <laughs> i'm super excited i have fears but for the most part uh every i'm excited about everything uh so what give up give me your predictions for the movie
1: charlotte uh what do you mean by predictions like is it going to be great is it what
0: (laughs) yeah like what what do you expect to like what are some things (laughs) you're you're not sure about uh you know it's it's a shady concept for
1: sure (laughs) i think it's going to be beautiful to look at it's going to be shiny and gorgeous because He did the he's he's like filming on real film again, right? Mm-hmm. Like he did with uh, with Orient Express. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> I'm really excited about Zach's physical comedy. Another
0: he, with his, a, I, have, I have nothing to say about a <laughs> new way to put his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> as as I find a new way every time. It was a cross
1: between Minnie Mouse and uh, um Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Thank you. All I could think of was Carrie Fisher uh it's i think it's going to be very pretty um i like movies with ensemble casts where uh, so that is exciting um i don't think he'll change the ending
0: yeah i I, I, that's my only fear i'm okay with him changing whatever and i'll talk about in a minute about what he has changed clearly from the trailer but that's the only thing i would hope he wouldn't do
1: I don't think he would, because he, he didn't change the end of Orient Express. I think that he has enough respect to know there's some things that you just no Nobody, if, if people haven't seen the movie or read the book, if they haven't seen the other movies, excuse me, if they haven't read the book, then they're going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. The people who have read the book do not want you to monkey with it. So he would, he would either confuse or anger everyone who went yeah. to see it. So right. why would he do that?
0: and that's the best possible ending of that story so
1: yeah i'd be i'd be happy with well no i can't say that i'd be happy with a little less violence
0: there's no, a lot of- I, need, I need the same amount of deaths. The, the story doesn't work without that many
1: deaths no i no i think that like there's some that could be reasonably cut out but we'll see we'll see
0: no. i think <laughs> it's, it's clear from the trailer that he has changed the characters, and I saw in an interview with the screenwriter that they have changed the majority of the characters' connection to the main story. Like, for instance, the, uh, the, uh, the what is her name, not the count, is it the countess? Uh, Betty Davis's character, announced now Jennifer Saunders.
1: Oh, Madame Von Schweiler? Yes. She
0: is now the godmother of Lynette, and Okay. Dr. Bessner, or he has a new name, he is like, he her
1: his, old flame.
0: Old flame. And Annette Bening is actually Book's mom, which is, is strange. I'm not sure how that connects, but all of the characters have been tweaked slightly. And they said in an interview, like, because they said, like, what about changes to the source material? And they said, they didn't say all that they changed, but that sounded like what they were saying was mostly what we changed is making characters more central to the core of the plot and not having a whole lot of subplots, which Death in the Night has too many subplots right I mean, and that's enjoyable as a campy um, or not a campy but it's a little cheesy how many there are but, yeah uh it's enjoyable in the book but it wouldn't work for a modern movie so i i am yeah. with those changes
1: right because as we discussed in a recent episode whatever that means as far as in the in the chronological order here sometimes changes made in a movie are a good thing they streamline things and they accentuate the plot and and make things better and tighter and that's okay. So I you know if he makes it more and they did that in the um the first Death on the Nile the ustinov version yeah
0: everyone changes
1: it they do a couple of things that kind of makes it more like Salome Audubon is a writer who had written libelous or right. scandalous things about Lynette and so like kind of trying to give everybody like a motive which is it really necessary. But if they, if they want to tighten it up like that, I'm okay with that.
0: And they have a shorter cast. Um, uh, one thing that I am very happy about, uh, I, I think it's going to go, I think it's going to be better than Orient Express. I've said this a bunch of times. I like Orient Express a lot, but Orient Express though is a classic, you know, it is one of her more boring stories for how classic it is. There's just not a lot that happens in it. And most of it is dialogue. It just it worked for the 70s movie, but it doesn't work for a modern movie. So he was, he had to add things, which I'm okay with those, but it doesn't lend itself to be a movie as much as Death of the Nile does. Death of the Nile has so much going on. Mm-hmm. So I am already predicting it's going to be the best of his two movies. I, <laughs> I believe it's gonna be better than the classic Death in the Nile, because uh, they've talked so much in the interviews about what the movie is about. And the fact that it's about love and passion and and how it can corrupt jealousy
1: people. and yeah.
0: They I it's I'll talk about it more in our rankings of the movie, which will be a separate episode. I think that the classic one misses that mark so much and that it really, really misses it on Jackie's character. I think it misses on all three of those, but Jackie especially. I do not like Mia Farrow as Jackie. And uh the Poirot episode does really well with that. And I'm, I think so much of the movie rests on Jackie, so yeah. I'm not sure what their, I I don't know how to feel about this new actress. Obviously, I haven't seen her do anything, but I I think they understand what it is that makes this book so great. is That it's about yeah. something, and that theme is it runs through it so well. So, yeah, that's a good sign. Hopefully, the actress who plays Jackie, so much it rests on her. I hope she does a good job.
1: Yeah, she is very eccentric in the in the in the book, and that that is a big difference between the Ustinov and the Sushay. And now it's actually in
0: TikTok. I have to hit the wall. TikTok
1: (laughs) far That That is the big difference between Sushay and Ustinov. Um, Ustinov version had, the film version had so many big names who did a a wonderful job, but it felt like they all kind of had to get their screen time in. So you had, it, it did focus more on the um, secondary characters than it did the three main yep. characters because the secondary characters were Betty Davis, uh, Maggie Smith, and Angela Lansbury. Like That's you had funny. to give yeah. those people their time, and they they did a a, a marvelous job. And um, but yeah, the the uh, definitely the Suchet version is better. But one thing I am super excited about, and I I think it was put in there for a reason. One of the like ridiculous things and i i I, again it was the 70s they just did this stuff they there's a cobra in the version and but i I think that there was one in the trailer for this one and i i had like a little like nice little like oh it warmed my heart to see the cobra i mean it was cgi but it's, like, it's a
0: nice it's a nice tribute and i could like tell from the scene that the snake is like it's not all it's not the same thing right it's but, not
1: in poirot's bathroom or randomly.
0: something and david
1: um, niven comes in and like stabs
0: stabs it so stupid i uh, i watched that movie recently we're going to talk about it in the comparisons i did not like it as much as i remembered it mm-hmm. and i think that again is because i just read death in the nile i was like oh this is big this is a big deal and i think kenneth brana they talked about it they said him and the screenwriter got together and they were like, what other Christie books? And they like had a bunch that they were throwing around and I'd love to know what the other ones were. Because, <laughs> our, because Ken Brunner said he read all the Power books to prepare for Orient Express. So he knows what he's doing. He is yeah. reading this with such care. I don't. I hate the people who are complaining about these things. I know Orient Express has his problems, but who are making these stupid things. He does care so much. And yeah. Orient Express has its issues that I think are even a lot of them are beyond his control. Um, yeah. But this one, he... He understands. He they said we kept coming back to Death on the Nile, uh, because of the theme running through it. He says he, I think it's her most beautifully written, and I agree mm-hmm. it is. I mean, and then there were none, but that's not Poirot. So I, I yeah. think it is the most beautiful of the poiros And for that fact, the fact that he understands that better than the creators of the Eustonov version, who were kind of running off of the High or Orient Express. Yeah, I think it's going to be an improvement thematically. The performances yeah. that'll be a, another story altogether.
1: I think that you know Kenneth Branagh wants it all, like because he, he's he's a Shakespearean actor, so he's he's a stage actor. Just everything is kind of grand and larger than life, and I think he wants it to be to look beautiful, which it will. I, he wants an ensemble cast, which he's got, and but he is he is still uh, he's he is coming from a place of of caring about. It's not just, let's see how much money we can make. I mean, he wants to make money, but also I don't think that's his top most important thing or they wouldn't have delayed it three
0: times. It's not all about it's but, not all about that. It's it's definitely artful too.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Okay,
0: and we won't t- talk about this for too long, but who of all the performances are you most excited to see?
1: <laughs> can you guess? No. I, I think I can guess yours, but-
0: Go ahead, and guess mine.
1: I think I think you're excited to see Jennifer Saunders.
0: Yes. <laughs> in the trailer, every single trailer they include her line where she says, "Her mouth's so small." And she's like, "You accuse me of <laughs> And she, Jennifer Saunders, is such a ham because that's all of her roles. That's how she gets, yeah. the, you know, playing uh, Eddie and Absolutely Fabulous. But she's, it looks like so controlled in there, and her mouth's so small, and her so mean. <laughs> I, she's gonna do such a good job, and. I think she's going to be better than any of the people who have played that role before. And that's, against Betty Davis. Yeah. One of the best yeah. actresses of all time.
1: <laughs> so can you guess who I'm excited to, to see? On French? <laughs> no, not really. Guess uh, again.
0: Uh, is it that she's playing Salome Audubon?
1: No, but I, I'm excited. I think she'll do a really good job. Like, I oh, that in. I kind of put out of my mind, like, oh, she'll be amazing. I just know it.
0: I don't I care. Uh, Annette Bening?
1: Russell Brand
0: oh yes that looks really because
1: because he's he it's a it's a funny thing that he did like what he did he's doing the exact same thing like he did with his casting it's like okay makes sense makes sense makes sense wild card like Josh Gad who did a great job I mean you can't like we can't we did compare him to Anthony Perkins but you can't um and also Johnny Depp who did an amazing job so that's the way I feel about like Like who decides? Like you know what? I'm 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 thinking Russell Brand for this one. And someone was like, "I'm sorry, I I misheard you. Could you say that again?" (laughs) And they're like, "The Russell Brand. We're talking about the same guy."
0: (laughs) But he's great at casting because he's got the people who are like who will surprise you. He's got people who like you know, like Jennifer Saunders and Don French. When would they get to make a movie of this scale?
1: Oh, and I love that. I, I think, and that's another thing about. British filmmakers is that they all know each other. Right. And and he probably just like had their personal number and they were in a group chat and it was like, "Hey, how are you guys doing? Are
0: you free for the next few months you want to do a movie?" And then Jennifer Saunders was like, "You accuse me of murder." <laughs> And she's doing a pretty good American accent. I don't I, I haven't seen enough of Dawn French to know about Miss Bowers, but thankfully there's no Cornelia Robson in this new movie. So we won't even
1: <laughs> You won't be distracted.
0: The, the one who played Cornelia Robson in the TV version of Death on the Nile is the only Cornelia Robson <laughs> that even is, exists, and that's not opinion. There just is no other version of the character because they cut her out of every other thing. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know enough about what Annette Bening is doing. But I know people are excited about that because I don't know what she's been doing recently. Um, she,
1: she looks like she's a little
0: um, unhinged, which is fine. And she's like, playing, who who is she playing? Playing books, you know, like his right-hand guy's mom. So- Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how that connects to the story, but I'm interested to see.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so everything's a little tweaked, which is going to make it exciting for me to watch and not like know every beat yeah again i just don't want it all to be changed and then you know the the big three i'm interested to see how they do because i again all three of them in the old movie bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. and all three of them in the uh emily blunt's fine but i'm going too much into it because we're gonna do this in our performance you. <laughs> i'm excited to see all of them
1: christy oh, crazy
0: another change that i am pretty excited that they're gonna do i like how salome autoborn dies in the book and in the old movie versions. it's super cheesy It's lame and it's pathetic and it's beneath Christy. It is not lame and it is not beneath Christy. It is funny that she does it. It's not funny. It's stupid. It's not stupid. It is the only time she does that in her whole career. I love it.
1: I'm sorry. I I, can't. You're right. It is the one thing. But to me, instead of being like, okay, you got a free pass. It's incongruous. And like, why did you do that?
0: I like it. I, like I know it. you do i especially like it in the tv version i don't necessarily like the Angela lansbury one because that one's even sillier but you <laughs> know having like oh the murderer was and then getting shot is ridiculous oh uh-huh. given the context of of everything going on around it it does work she no it off. doesn't it's lazy it works it no works. it doesn't and uh but the new movie i am 99 percent sure they change how she dies and i've just seen like from the trailer I think it's pretty obvious that that's not going to happen that way. And I always knew, even though I do like it, I always knew they shouldn't try that in a modern movie because audiences will laugh at it. I like it, but (laughs) I get that it's- it's I I don't think it has
1: anything to do with modern. I think that it's too modern. I think it's something that people, that gullible audiences would just swallow down and be like, oh yeah, okay, sniper gutter, that makes sense.
0: No, it's not gullible (laughs) audiences. That's not what she's doing. She's being awesome. It's dumb. And it also matches Salome Audubon's character. It's like the perfect way for her to go out.
1: Oh my gosh. Whatever.
0: It's awesome, but <laughs> I respect Kenneth that he's going to change it. We'll, How, we'll-
1: why do you think that, that he's going to do that? Just because you think it won't fly? But you said from the trailers. Like, I mean. Well,
0: because they, we know that somebody dies in bed. I think they're going to keep that one the same. And they have somebody who's like found under the boat. And they have Sally Audubon's daughter like, I, I'm almost sure I saw a shot of her like looking at something that was like where she died. Okay. And it was like not that, so this is just it's all conjecture, obviously, because this is all right. one of the very short clips in the trailer, because they give away hardly anything. But,
1: which I would like to say, I think that's great. That yeah, It's I, an amazing trailer. A lot of people complain about trailers like, oh, well, thanks for telling me the whole movie, which sometimes is just like people say it and it's like, no, that's had, you just that's just a thing to say but some sometimes in some cases it's true and whoever did the trailer i guess we probably can't give kenneth braun a credit for that like okay this is how i want the trailer to look even though he probably would like to have an opinion on it whoever did the trailers they're really good <laughs> it, is,
0: it is one of my favorite trailers and that's just i mean i i would like to separate that from my love of christy but it because orient express the, it, the trailer was fine but it wasn't that good it did a similar thing where it tried to keep the mystery of what was going on, but it also had like imagine dragons in it.
1: This yeah, was, this one is just is like it's a little miniature work of art. And I feel you like got I something to
0: hide. <laughs> this, you? It it Never. um you accuse me of murder. <laughs> you find are obsessed. Who did, find who did this. <laughs> you lie in my face. And oh, the the one of the newer so i do
1: really fine. i like that moment a poirot lot
0: throws a meat cleaver into a wall I, mean, <laughs> I have no context to know why he does that <laughs> that's another reason why i thought that was like a weapon or something
1: yeah like, and that is something that i i that a lot of people complain about like oh he can't be poirot he's missing all of it and that's something i wanted to talk about in another episode that we didn't get time to was like is and we can talk about it later but is physicality important like for example Tommy and Tuppence. Tommy is, in Christie's own description, an ugly redheaded man with a with a doofy face. And so, like, okay, when you cast someone to play the role of Tommy, should he look like Tommy? Is it is the most important thing? The way Poirot looks. So, is it is it important that Davies Touche made himself look like Poirot? No, it was his mannerisms. It was his voice. It was his presentation. I don't care that Kenneth Branagh does not look like the traditional Poirot, quote unquote. I don't care that he has light hair. I like that he's young and energetic because Poirot was at some point. So is, is that important? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't.
0: I agree. And having him run around and do those things is great. Zach's giving us the wrap up. <laughs> um, and I like it. I
1: like it when minutes? he's angry and like he yells did. at people. I love that.
0: <laughs> minutes. My prediction is going to be a seven and a half to eight of 10. It's going to be better than Oran Express, better than the original Death on the Nile. We'll see about to the TV show. Jennifer Saunders is going to rock. Solomon Audubon's death is going to be different, but the old one is still good. <laughs> Any closing remarks?
1: Uh, I'm either going to give it a six or a 10 That because that's just how I am.
0: Yeah, you're too hard on Orion Express, so I have a feeling you're going to be hard on this one too. But Of course I, I am. I'm, I'm interested to see who of us is going to see it first.
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be tough
0: whoever does needs to to warn the other person if there's something that's gonna be hard for them to handle agreed (laughs) i'm not telling you anything no i would just want you to warn me like hey i want you to know they like change this major thing just so you don't like have an episode because i like knowing about all the characters being changed the way they are before i go in Mm -hmm. because i'm it's stupid how i'm like i said the other day i'm acting like people did with no way home for this agatha christie movie it's okay you can you're allowed to I like having that context before I go in so my brain's not like wait why is all this I already know it and I can just enjoy it (laughs) so if you told me beforehand like hey they changed where Lynette was when she died or you could say like oh they made minor changes but there's nothing big then I would I would be happy with that I'm
1: just gonna. if I see it first which I doubt because I have a feeling like you're gonna be first in line like I'm gonna (laughs) really mess with you and be like Oh man, you're not gonna handle this.
0: Hey, hey, gosh,
1: you're gonna get so triggered. I'm not even joking
0: right now. If you do that with (laughs) your friends. (laughs) Podcast over. I am not even that would be like like go coming up to me and be like, you know, in school when somebody comes up and they're like, hey, I like you. And you're like, really? Like, no, I'm joking. And like you're devastated (laughs) and you go home and kill yourself. That is how bad that would be. Like, that is messing with something that I genuinely, my emotion, my mental health cannot take. <laughs> it's in a fragile place because death on the Nile.
1: Well, then I, I think that you won't have to worry about it because you'll definitely see it first. I want to
0: see it first, but the first showing that we have locally is while I'm still working, which frustrates me so much because I was like, I made plans <laughs> to see it. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm still working, which again, I've tried to get off as a religious holiday, but nobody's buying it. <laughs> So we're going to have an episode out. uh, It'll probably be out next month or in the next few weeks. So go see Death on the Nile. And we're going to have an episode comparing all the movies. I'm going to sing a little song. And Zach is going to dance for everyone at home.
1: (laughs) Okay, we'll see everybody on the flip side of Death on the Nile.
0: something to hide. You lie in my face! I admitted,
1: you? You accuse me of murder? <laughs> <laughs>